When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Trots Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia very good morning everyone. Welcome in to Trots Talk. Yes, brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. Greg O'Connor with you for the next hour. Michael Guerin across the Tasman. We are last night at uh, Tabcourt Park, Melton. They had the Victoria Cup where a couple of key IRT New Zealand Cup contenders uh, went around. More about that in the moment. Uh, Leap to fame was absolutely outstanding, winning the derby. Now he is the New South Wales, Queensland and Victoria Derby winner. So a remarkable three-year-old he is for Grant Dixon and looking forward to seeing him progress through to the Grand Circuit uh, over the next 12 months because he is one serious racehorse. He rated 154.4. But the big race last night was the Victoria Cup. That in a moment. Uh, Today we'll catch up domestically with John Dickey who now has a bona fide contender for the IRT New Zealand Cup. We'll get his take on whether Old Town Road will head that way. We'll catch up with Regan Todd and Greg Hope in the uh, Southern Man section of today's show, as it is Miffin Cup Day, and the weather in Canterbury earlier in the week was atrocious. It's beautifully fine. High of 19, tracks in a good condition, and an outstanding 16-horse field for the Miffin Cup today. Darren Williams will come in from Addington Raceway to update us all things IRT New Zealand Cup Day. And Michael Guerin, we might slip in at the back end just to get his take on what happened last night in the $300,000 prize easy feed Victoria Cup. Heading off the back straight. Expensive Ego about a metre in front of Rock and Roll Do. Third quarter, 27-5. Better Eclipse is in behind them. Third as Rock and Roll Do goes up to put it to Expensive Ego now. Honolulu Bay's coming out after him. Rock and Roll Do wanted to hang in. Expensive Ego kicked back, but Rock and Roll Do's now got the better of him. Honolulu Bay's down the outside. It's Rock and Roll Do in front, though. He got away on Better Eclipse. Honolulu Bay out wider, but it's Rock and Roll Do. Rock and Roll Do wins the cup. A brilliant performance uh, by the four-year-old, by Rock and Roll Heaven. Out of the Kiwi Mare Long Live Lana, trained and driven by Michael Stanley. Mick, we were lucky enough to have you on the show a couple of weeks ago off the back of your Group 1 Caduceus win. After last night, I think you proved to everyone everything you have been saying about the big boy is right. Congratulations to you. Yeah, morning, Greg. Thanks very much, mate. Um, Yeah, unbelievable, um, unbelievable night last night with um, Rock and Roll Do and yeah and as I said um, to you last time it's it's, uh, it's good to win one group one but to, to back up and you know win the Fillmore Cup and then the Victoria Cup to, to prove that um, you know he's not a flash in the pan was um, yeah really awesome. 
Tell us about the build-up to last night's race, and a lot of talk was around where the speed was going to come from, but I, I listened to your interview with Brittany Graham out on the track prior to a start. You weren't worried about any of that talk at all. You had that much confidence in your horse. You were quite comfortable sitting parked. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I was, um, you, you know, he probably hasn't been the quickest horse um, just yet because of, um, you know, he's, he's um, gating that early on in his career. We've sort of been really working on him to be more tractable, and which he is. But I think one thing that um, has taught me with him is, um, you know, and I, I think we, we do this a lot. We, we spear our horses out of the gate thinking we have to lead, but Sometimes um, if, you, if you're confident that you have the best horse in the race and, and your horse is strong, sometimes you're better off letting them settle and get into a rhythm and, and let them um, find their own feet and they'll finish the race off better. So I think that's something that, um, you know, he's gave me a lot of confidence in him that um, if I just give him his time, I, I know that um, he'll do the rest for me. So, yeah, I, I, was sort of, I was sort of happy to let everyone else talk about what they wanted to do and where the speed was come from because we knew that we weren't quick enough to lead anyway and um yeah just let him find his feet and and um yeah i was really confident that um he could sit outside them and and still win the way he had been going so um yeah it was fantastic he was able to 54-4-26-8 sitting parked and he mucked around a wee bit at the top of the straight and he was entitled to uh, to do a couple of things wrong because you were low flying at that stage. Look, he, at this uh, stage of his career, Mick, he, he's only had 28 starts so he's still in the very early stages, particularly for a Grand Circuit horse. So what he's doing and the way he's doing it is nothing short of breathtaking. Yeah, I, I, um, it's it's sort of hard. We we sort of my wife and I, um, you know, talking about it, we sort of can't believe that you know he he has won a Victoria Cup the way he he did last night already because um, you know we look back twelve months ago, um, yeah, yeah, he he ran in the Victoria Derby on the, on that night last year, but I think I think three weeks before the Victoria Derby you know, we just won a maiden three-year-old. So that's just a little bit over 12 months ago. And, and here we are in such a short time winning the Victoria Cup. So, um, look, we always knew that he had the talent. Um, he was just a little bit raw. Um, but as you say, he still only had the 28 starts. So you would think, um, you know, getting into these races and the next 12 months, he, he should only get um, a little bit better, uh, a little bit stronger, getting used to the tempo of these grand circuit races. And, um, you know, a little bit more season, doing a little bit of travel that these horses have to do will really grow him, grow him up a little bit more. So, yeah, we, we've, um, you know, hopefully we can hold him together and have some exciting times to come for the next two or three years, not, um, not just the next uh, few weeks. Like he sat outside, expensive ego, put him to bed before the end uh, or the top of the, of the straight. Onalua Bay had a 1-1 sit, better eclipse who was exceptional at the recent Queensland Carnival, uh, winning the Sunshine Sprint and, and going a, a great couple of races uh, either side of that. Uh, copy that, who's the defending IRT New Zealand Cup champion. Three back defence. He probably didn't have his chance to run you down um, given the sectionals, but you still beat him comfortably after sitting parked. Like, that was a serious racehorses race last night, and, and he's done it in great style. Tell us about your plans now 
because a couple of weeks ago it was to get to Ashburton on the way to the Cuppers. That's still the pathway. Yeah, it is. So we'll, basically we'll um, we'll get him on the plane early Thursday morning and, and get him over there as soon as we can. Um, so Ashburton is, is definitely where we want to um, to go to first because obviously, as I said, he's only had the one standing start trial and we've had a lot of practice at home. Um, but it'd be nice to get into a race conditions um, for a standing start amongst the field and that to, just to give him that experience um, before the New Zealand Cup. So, And the other thing is if we get him over there really early and he doesn't travel quite as well as what we like um, or, or something goes wrong, we can always miss Ashburton and, and have him spot on for, for the New Zealand Cup. So, um, yeah, we're really keen the earlier we get him there, the better. To, to let him settle in so um yeah so thursday we'll we'll head there and hopefully saturday sometime um he will get to crandall get his property and, and start to relax so um yeah the, the plan is at the moment um ashburton is, is um our next target but if um like i said if if things go wrong and we're not 100 percent happy with how we travel we you know it'll give us a time to miss that and and have him right for for a month's time Bookmakers have reacted instantly here in New Zealand. I think when we spoke to you two or three weeks ago, he might have been 31 into 21, into $8, into $4 second favourite behind Self Assured, who is a winner of the race two years ago, of course, and goes around today. I'm picking Mick about 144. You might tune in and have a look at the race on the grass at Miffin today because there's several. And I say several New Zealand Cup contenders going around there. Spankham, a Miracle Mile winner. Self Assured, who of course has won the Cup. South Coast Arden, who's a New Zealand free-for-all winner. Ultra Wise Guy's done some very good things, as has Kango. So in terms of uh, the opposition, you're going to get a fair old look at them this afternoon. Yeah, we will. And uh, I mean, I, I watch a lot of New Zealand races generally. Um, anyhow, Greg, but um, particularly the last, few weeks I've been tuning in um, and, and watching all these horses that are, are getting ready for the Cup. So, um, yeah, I watched them all at Addington and and, um, and and the one at Auckland, the race at Auckland um, also. So, um, yeah, we'll be tuning in this afternoon, probably with a beer in hand, I reckon, just relaxing um, this afternoon, Greg. So, taking it all in. But, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's good to watch all your opposition. I mean, obviously those horses and that, you know, we've watched through the Grand Circuit, Self-Assured and Spankham and that for the last couple of years. So we, you know, we know them very well and, um, yeah, looking forward to to getting over there and being a part of your carnival. Yeah, what will it mean to you to be there on New Zealand Cup Day? Because to win in your home state, Victoria, it, it was a special moment. I could tell that last night with your wee salute and the fact that you had time to salute just shows you how easy your horse won the race last night. But to travel internationally with a horse and perform up to its optimum, we hope, um, that's just another level, isn't it? Yeah, it is, exactly. And, and you know, we... You, you see all the, the top trainers over time have been able to do that. Um, and it's been something I've, I've been really keen on, um, you know, to, to travel a horse over to New Zealand and race, and it just hasn't worked out. I think, you know, I had particular going really well at, at a stage, and, and um, we had a Jules invite, and, um, you know, she just wasn't right to come over at the time. And um, I, I tried to get Soho Tribeca over for a New Zealand Cup, and unfortunately... 
he went amiss. So I've tried a, a couple of times to get over there and race um, in the past. So to be able to, um, you know, things to, things to go well and get over there, it it does mean a lot. And um, yeah, I mean, we don't we don't have to. We don't have to win the New Zealand Cup for the trip to be a success either, Greg. You know, it's um, you know, it's for the horse's future and that. You know, getting used to to this sort of thing, and and also myself the experience of being able to travel travel one so far away. And um, yeah, so look, obviously it'd be be nice to win, but I think uh, if we don't win and the horse goes really well, I'm I'm sure we'll take a lot out of the trip all the same. Yeah, and you're staying at Crandell Getty's Kentuckiana Lodge, Cran and Chrissy's. It's a beautiful property, so uh, I'm sure he'll settle in there just fine. Tell us about your owner, Brendan James. I think I've got his name right. Um, tell us about his involvement in your stable. Yeah, well, Brendan's been a um, Brendan's been a long time owner in the sport. He, he's been a passionate owner. He, his wife um, Anne was Anne Frawley, who who drove was a pioneer for women drivers back in the day. So. They've, um, you know, they're passionate people. And I think uh, Brendan and Anne have probably been in our stable for the last four or five years. And, um, yeah, been absolutely wonderful to deal with. Um, always always want to put the horse first. Um, you know, Brendan uh, doesn't like, you know, wanting to, to, um, to max the horse out. So that's been fantastic for me, especially with Rock and Roll Do. Um, with the way he has, you know, I've been able to, you know, spend so much time early on driving him uh, with a sit. You know, I'd say to Brendan, you know, we might win tonight, but it's not about tonight. We, you know, we we just need to educate him. So he's been absolutely fantastic and uh, fully deserves um, the success he's having at the moment with uh, with what he's put in the industry. So, you know, he's he's um, he has a good good association over there with John McKenzie who bred. Rock and roll do so. Brendan has bought a lot of um, that Long Live Lana um, line off off John McKenzie, but I know they talk most days, and um, yeah, that they enjoy it together. So um, yeah, he, he's uh, he, he's been fantastic. Um, we we have I think five or six horses here together. So um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I honestly can't um, talk highly enough of of Brendan and Anne for, for what they've been like uh, with us here. Yeah, well, you've been great with us though so far. And, uh, well, I'm not going to say unfortunately for you, Mick. You're going to be uh, in use a little bit more when it, with the build-up to the Cup. It's four weeks on Tuesday, which I'm sure you're well aware of, uh, 30 days today. And uh, we'll be talking to you plenty more, not only uh, on this station, but building in uh, to the great race. Hey, congratulations again on last night. A very special win with your star pacer, Rock and Roll Do, and we look forward to hosting you here in New Zealand very shortly. No, thanks very much, Greg. Uh, thanks for the time, and I really look forward to it. All right, there he is, uh, Mick Stanley, who trained and drove Rock and Roll Do to win the Pride's Easy Feed Victoria Cup at Group 1 level last night, sitting parked and dominating them in an outstanding 154 mile rate. He's now a $4 chance for the IRT New Zealand Cup. If you want to win a $50 bonus bet, you can do so by texting in to double eight double three. Code word today, Methven, M-E-T-H-V-E-N. We actually don't care how you spell it, as long as it looks something like that. Methven, where they race on the grass, the first underway at one minute past 12. Uh, just text that to us, your name, your TAB account number, and our producer do Robbie will not only pick the winner today of the $50 bonus bet, we've also got two tickets 
to IRT New Zealand Cup Day. We'll give those away for the next four weeks leading into the great race too. So text us in, double eight, double three. I think the entry fee is about $35 this year, so well worth winning those couple of tickets too. Double eight, double three, your name, your TAB account number, and the code word MEFIN. On the other side, we'll have the Southern Man section previewing the Big 12 race card out of MEFIN today. I'm a Southern Man. I got the south in my blood, and I'm going to be here till I'm dead and well Ah, the perfect music leading into a southern man for sure in uh, Regan. Todd, uh, very good morning to you, Regan, out there at the Mount Harding. Give us an update on the weather, because I tell you what, it looks beautiful from, uh, from where I'm sitting in Canterbury. I'm looking forward to getting out there. Morning to you. Yeah, g'day, Greg. Thanks for having me on, mate. But, yeah, the weather report sound like Jim Hickey, but it's uh, a great day out here. There's a few of the lads getting around the short time, which is a bit scary, so make sure you bring your sunnies. What about the closeness to the mountains there? Um, there's a bit of snow. Is, is there any breeze at all? Because often that means you might need to wear a jacket. Yeah, there was a bit coming down, but, yeah, they've got the great shelter here with the, the trees just along the side of the track you know, up the front straight, so no, it's, it's going to be a, a cracker day for racing. Ridge, what about the track itself? Have you had an opportunity to have a look? Because we did have some snow and a fair bit of rain earlier in the, the wicked week that's been uh, here in the Greater Canterbury region, but I see it's come up a good on the TAB website. Is that what you're expecting today? Yeah, I'd say so, Greg. Well, I was lucky enough to be one of the first ones on it before we actually raced down here the first meeting. We, we, we brought through down a few down to Troll, so it was quite hard going. The grass was long then, but no, they've done a super job, and especially with the weather bomb that we've had during the week, they've um, yeah, they've, you know, they've, they've turned it out in great condition. Regan, you've got a, a chance today. Uh, a newcomer to your barn in Coravelli Star in the Alabar Miffin Cup this afternoon. First up, winner for your stable. A very good win, albeit in lesser company, although Homebush Lads also in the race today. A horse that you did beat um, loves a grass track has been a performer at Methvin before. How's he come through that Addington win? Yeah, he seems really good, Greg. Um, when, you know, I was very lucky Bruce Negus dropped him, dropped him off, to, off to us. He wanted him to, you know, have a bit in the pool and, and whip him out to the beach a few times. But he's, yeah, he's, this is sort of, we set him for this race and last week, you know, he's quite a, a good doing colt, so he needed a run. So, yeah, he, he has tucked up a bit, looked like he's come on. But, yeah, in saying that, uh, what a what a super field track. Yeah, unreal, isn't it? 16 going to the post, including a Miracle Mile winner, New Zealand free-for-all winner, and already a New Zealand Cup winner and self-assured. Mind you, they have to give you 30 metres. Yes, it's over 3,000 metres. If there's a bit of pace off the front, it won't just be a walk in the park, and I include Cranbourne, Alter Wise Guy and Kango off the 20 metres. I guess the thing in their favour, Regan, is someone's got to move at some stage and that'll start the train. Yeah, and the thing too, Greg, like our fella's probably going to be better off driving off a sit, so, you know, if he does step away like he can, our best chance of, you know, of, of getting in the money today is, is a good genuine tempo and, you know, with, with three fence or in the trail and, um, you know, if they bowl along and they have to do plenty from off that mark, well, yeah, it's it might work into our favour, but yeah, and so we're not counting their chickens. But yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll go a good race. But yeah, we'll see where he's at against these these very top horses that are racing. Today. He he's pretty quick, isn't he? When he comes off a wheel. 
Yeah, like he's a hard case. Like um, like Cherie comes out and drives him every every fast work trip. She doesn't want to lose the drive, but he'll just sort of flop along on your back and you don't think much of him. But yeah, when you when you pull him out and ask him to go, he's he, he does have uh, quite a bit of speed. Regan, a couple of other chances I wanted to ask you about today. You've got a maiden trotter in race number one, Magic Dash. was $9 out to 13 This is a son of Kadabra out of the uh, Abibdi family, so there's a bit of breeding there. What do you make of him? Yeah, he's, he's very well bred. We're lucky to have him in the stable of, of um, Stallions Australasia, but he, he's not the full package yet, Greg, to be honest. Um, he's going to be a bit of watch and see these first two starts. He, he got his first two trolls wrong. And yeah, the other week he was he was good as gold. So I think um, the big field, you know, personally might be a bit too much for him yet. But um, the only way to fix that is with racing. So but he will be will be one to sort of keep an eye on. Maybe you know maybe not today, but the next few starts after once he gets his head around things. What about Bubba Scrub and race number seven? Had a spin on the grass at Carrara, Was okay. Won't be easy today off the ten metres. No, well, there's only six off the front, and it is our first stand start. So he's going to have to clean, um, get away cleanly, and and settle handy. There's yeah, you know, 16 horses to get around. So uh, the the best way to sort that out is, is try hit a few off early. But I, I was quite happy with his last run. He um he had the hand up going down the back. He was just getting pressured a bit. But it's probably the best he's hit the line for a while. The the last couple of from starts, he he just hadn't really been putting in. So. Hopefully the grass track racing and a bit of change of training, we can you know get him get him back to his best. All right, Rich. Good luck with those three today. What about the performance of Treacherous Gal? Even you, being a big fan of your fine filly at the two hundred, couldn't have thought that she was able to pick up Artie by the seaside, but she did. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's great to see her. You know, doing this because we've always had quite a um, high opinion of her. But um, yeah, I, I just thought, well, if she runs third or fourth. I'm going to be wrapped. But to do what she, what she did was, you know, that was that was great. And it's it's just taken the pressure right off for the size stakes. So, um, and and saying that, it sort of helped a bit. We we might be able to bypass the Ashburton heat. I can just see them going, you know, a, a pretty a pretty good time there, and it might bottom a few. But um, yeah, we, we're just going to have to plot our path. But you know, she's going to be a lovely horse heading into these feature races anyway. All right. Uh, congratulations with her. Good luck today and thanks for your time. Mate, thanks, Greg. Cheers for having us. Beautiful. That's Regan Todd. Straight from him to Greg Hope. Greg and Nina have a big team, as you would expect, at a Methvin Cup meeting. Morning to you, Gregory. Good morning, Greg. Yep, thanks so much uh, for your time. Always a good program, always a good meeting. Don't know that I've seen the fields as big as what they've got, including in the Alabar Methvin Cup, where 16 go to the post and... Homebush Lads had a couple of spins round in this race before and he hasn't disgraced himself and I'm picking on his last run, Greg. He won't disgrace himself today either. No, he's a really honest horse. He's always been uh, so much better on the grass and um, yeah, he's not really an Addington horse and we were surprised how how good he went last start. Um, you know, that, that is a big step up in class though and, you know, he's going to... But like Reg's horse, he's going to need the trip and you know, not do anything and hope like hell they go hard, you know, to make it a bit harder for the back markers. But he, he's, a, he's a genuine grass horse and he's run fourth in it before. But, you know, if he run top five or six, he'd be more than happy. 
Yep, and he's a definite first four player, I think, uh, today. Let's have a look at some of your other uh, starters in at Miffin today on the big grass track. Love walked in in race number one, a first starter by Love You, a stallion that you've had such great success uh, with. Um, what are your expectations with her today? Oh, she's a lovely fellow, uh, yeah. She'll um, end up doing a, a really good job. She's just uh, got a... Uh, a good attitude in that. Um, she might get a little bit lost. She hasn't had a lot of practice. She qualified at two. Um, and she's been a big filly, so we've sort of given her a bit of time. And, um, but whatever she does today, uh, she'll take a lot out of it. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're thinking that she can um, be uh, a top four player if uh, everything goes to plan. What about the two in race number three? Is he watching me from a good draw, $13 chance, and racing Miss Gracie? Ben drives, is he watching me, RT May, on racing Miss Gracie? Yeah, they're just uh, just two fillies that are going to win a race or two. They're not, uh, not stars or anything. They just uh, probably had uh, their chances as such. But, um, yeah, uh, is he watching me? You know, run a couple of seconds on the Miffin track, so she can go on the track. Um, she's had a bug and she's been a bit tied up. Um, hopefully she's over that now, uh, so we expect her to go a lot better. And the other filly, she's, um, Ricky was uh, really happy with her at much last start, and she'd run third time before at Miffin. So, yeah, the, the, the um, status chances, but, yeah, no certainties. All right, of your other runners, Tom Brady, Bettolini, Mossdale Terry, Crystal Delight, what's your suggestion for the SENZ listeners? What's the best of those? Oh, well, Mossdale Terry, he has a lovely horse. We, we felt his last start, he might have been cutting off his breathing at Addington, and he went disappointing after going so good um, at Miff in the, the week earlier. Um, and then you just discount his run at Mochkari, was... He was sort of last turning in, and they just sprinted up the straight, really, and um, he got home good. So we, we expect him to go great. Um, Tom Brady, he's uh, he, he loves the grass. He's quite a tough wee customer. So both both him are both really good chances. Um, Benalini drawn bad, but she's racing really good, so she'll need her, uh, her uh, a bit of luck from the draw. And Crystal Delight thinks she we're really happy with her work. If, if she hadn't drawn nine, we would have given her a rough place chance, you know. All right, that's a good summation of your team. Just before we let you go, Hopi, Muscle Mountain, he obviously got it wrong last time at Addington. We'll get to see him in the Canterbury Park Cup this week? Yeah, definitely, yeah. We're going to have our three there. Um, yeah, no, we're really happy with him. He's trained on super, and, yeah, we, we sort of, it's a, a bit of a learning curve. He, he's quite an aggressive horse in his work, and you know he can get out on the prelim and get quite keen. So, been sort of trying to keep him settled. It's sort of just a work in progress. But um, I think probably he just was a little bit too uh, settled. He, Ben said like he was uh, so relaxed in the prelim the other day. I think you know I don't think you'll see that happen again. I think he'll 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 be fine this week. He'll he'll trot away. I'm pretty confident of that. All right, very good, Gregory. Thanks so much for your time. All the best to you, Nina, Ben, out there at the Mount Harding today. Great, thanks. We always need it. Thank you. All right, that's that's Greg Hope uh, with his big team, he and his wife, uh, Nina.
as we invariably expect on the grass tracks. Double eight, double three, a heap of Texas coming in. Methven is the code word today. They race at the Mount Harding, yes, along the Southern Alps there. Beautiful setting it is for their big 12 race program. Double eight, double three, your name, your TAB account number, the code word Methven. You could win a $50 bonus bet, courtesy of our friends at the TAB, or a two-pass ticket, or two tickets, whichever way you want to talk about it to IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup Day, courtesy of Addington Raceway. Short break on the other side. We'll catch up with John Dickey. He trains Old Town Road. Back straight quarter, 27 and 9. The big boys are out to play tonight. Old Town Road up over on the outside, hot and treacherous. They come for home. They're followed by Fernley Cash. And last tango in heaven, Old Town Road. The plugs come out, leads by a length and a quarter. Hot and treacherous, last tango in heaven. And Fernley Cash, Old Town Road. He's a budding superstar, that's for sure. An outstanding win once again for Old Town Road. Now the winner of 8 from 11, twice second as well. He's part-owned and trained by John Dickey, who's kindly taken his time out on a Sunday morning to have a chat to us. Uh, very good morning to you, John. Yes, how you going, Greg? Excellent, thanks, mate. Congratulations uh, on the win in the Kerry Hoggard Memorial, the Holmes DG. A race that would be pretty special to you, I believe. Yeah, definitely, Greg. Um... Obviously, with the passing of Kerry Hoggart a few years ago now, then um, I got set up with, along with Joshua, my son, obviously, and until we started off in Auckland, and it was great to win that race. With, um, I think Joshua won it once before, Greg, and um, that was really good to catch up with Marilyn and his son, Andrew, on the night. Brilliant performance uh, by the son of Better's Delight, uh, expertly handled once again by Zachary Butcher. He pushed the button at the right time, got round to the front, and I suppose uh, a slightly vulnerable, hot and treacherous being fresh up. That was the winning of the race. Yeah, pretty much, Greg. And I, I don't give Zachary any instructions. He knows the horse inside out now, and he's the cop's driver, um, as you all know. So, no, he, he, he drives his own race, and he decided to do that, and it worked out good. Nothing's changed in terms of uh, you're always coming south, but you are now thinking of going to Ashburton for the flying stakes to let the horse tell you whether he's ready for an IRT New Zealand Cup start. Is that how you read it? Yep, that's exactly how we read it now, Greg. It's just um, there's no other place you can race against the big boys. He's, he's won his way up there, and um, we... I said to you the other day, as big as our Achilles heel is travelling, he just likes to get the A to B as quick as he can. Um, so we want to get him down to settled in Canterbury at least a week before Ashburton. And, um, yeah, we'll just see if we're going to the race. And I hope the big guns will be in there, Greg. But we'll just see how we come out of it. And it'll sort of dictate his future from, from now on in, actually. You were sort of thinking about stepping back from this game, and, and I've had this uh, this story before. Robert Mitchell did it back in uh, 2001 two. He said, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a step back. Along came just an excuse, and now along comes this horse. Um, funny how the racing gods work sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, that is true, um, Greg. We, <clears throat> I wanted to take a back seat when Joshua was training. Um, that's what the horse went to his name in the last of the season. Um, and then he decided to go to Melbourne with his partner, uh, Sammy, so you just can't hold progress. It just sounded a good thing at the time to go, and um, and we decided, well, we'll just, we had a bunch of, we didn't have that many green, but we thought a bunch of horses and a bunch of owners, and I just felt we just sort of need to run their course because they've been good owners and they're loyal to me, 
um, and which we've done, and unbeknown, he comes Old Town Road. And yeah, I hope I hope he turns out like Mitch's horse, just an excuse, uh, Greg. That's for sure. You're certainly heading in the right direction. When you think of all the great horses that you've been involved in uh, over the recent years, and I think of the trotters like Speeding Spur and Paramount GG, and the, the list goes on and on, this is clearly the best pacer that you've ever had? Yes, yes, he is, Greg. And, um, um, Speeding Spur is probably the best horse I've trained, but look, it's, the, it's the fastest horse I've ever known, Greg, you know. Um, and as they like Speeding Spur, life after Speeding Spur is pretty hard when he was retired, Greg, you know, so it's yep. hard to get a good horse, and uh, this horse pops along, and, and it's like out of the blue, I mean, when Joshua left, he was a maid, and we had no idea that this would happen, Greg, but um, as I say, sometimes they, they do it for a reason, and yeah, we're just going to run the run the course of this journey at the moment, yeah. Yep, you and Joshua are in the ownership, of course, along with the Calders, uh, they've been associated with racing for such a long period of time, they'll be loving the ride too. Oh, for sure, I mean, it's Ben and Karen have been so good to us and, and had a lot of different horses over a number of years, Greg, and um, it's just it's just amazing. Um, ben keeps in touch with us every week and it's just enjoying the ride. And, um, yeah, he's had a lot of good horses, Ben. I don't know if this is the best horse Ben's ever had, but um, he's certainly probably the best one at present. And um, as I say, we're just enjoying whatever's getting thrown our way at the moment. Yeah, well, congratulations to you, Dixie. Great to see you uh, with another fine horse. He, he really is an exciting type, and looking forward to seeing him down here in Canterbury, see what uh, he can deliver at the highest level. And, and as you've always said, though, he's a year away from the finished product, or close to it, so this is all a bonus at the moment, and it's not the be-all and end-all if he does go in the Cup this year. No, that, that's exactly right, uh, Greg. We, if, if we... I said to you the other night, if he happened to make the cup, well, he's going good enough to, to be in there. Um, and if he didn't make the cup, well, so be it. We'll just use the, the travelling experience for a bit of horse coming home. And um, I think time he gets back from whatever races he races in down south, Greg, but time he gets back to Auckland, has a freshen up and start again. You know, the race like the Auckland Cup, we just really can't, really look forward to a race like that. I've just had a trip away. All right, really appreciate your time, uh, John. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, Larry. Thank you, mate. Beautiful. There he is, uh, John Dickey, co-owner and trainer of Old Town Road. Yes, the winner of 8 from 11 now. He's a flying machine. He will make his way to Ashburton, along with Rock and Roll Do, as we heard from uh, now the Victoria Cup winning trainer and driver Mick Stanley. So the Ashburton race shaping up beautifully as we build towards IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup Day in just 30 days' time. Double eight, double three, if you want to go in the draw to win a couple of tickets to that. And we have the $50 bonus bet, of course, uh, courtesy of the TAB. Your name, your TAB account number, code word METHIN, as we are only 20 minutes away from race one on Alabar METHIN Cup Day. Short break, other side. We'll catch up with Darren Williams from Addington Raceway and quickly get to Michael Kieran for the latest out of Victoria. Yes, in the home straight in uh, Trot's Talk and uh, less than 20 minutes out from the first, uh, it's about quarter of an hour now actually, for the Methven Harness Racing Club Alabar Methven Cup Day. Uh, speaking of Cup Days, 30 days it is to IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup Day. Out of the racing team there is Darren Williams. Uh, Darren, thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, good morning, Greg. 
Excellent to have you on. Gee, things are starting to hot up. Uh, Victoria Cup last night. We spoke to Mick Stanley this morning. Stunning performance from Rock and Roll Do. Nothing wrong with the run from Copy That. And at 3.44 today, a number of Cup contenders, including a former winner and self-assured, go around in the Alabar Methvin Cup. It's mouthwatering, isn't it, really? Yeah, look, 100%. I don't know if I've seen a cup for a wee while. We've we've had so many different form lines that are making their way to one place. Um, obviously, with Old Town Road the other night, uh, the Victoria Cup last night, Methvin today, plus obviously we've had a whole lot of uh, things that have happened, you know, in the lead up to the cup, right back to he's a sport winning. Um, I think that you know we're we're seeing a number of horses still working through their preparations, like uh, South Coast Art and obviously the Purden Barn. They're starting to step up each time, and then you add some different types to that, like McAndrew Aviator, who was a wee bit stiff the last bit of the the Canterbury Classic. Uh, he sort of run right through the lines. So. So he'll take improvement from that as well. So everything's sort of converging into one place and uh, we're going to add Ash Burton and Kai Cora to the mix. It's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, and very exciting this week at Addington Raceway. It's New Zealand Bloodstock Harness Million Night. It's also uh, the Canterbury Park Trotting Cup. There'll be a free-for-all uh, stand-start race as well. Um, it's an exceptional premier program this week, and the turnovers the last couple of weeks uh, have been enormous and the racing outstanding, so you must be looking forward to that. Yeah, this week's going to be massive, Greg. Of course, we've got a Group 1 $100,000 three-year-old race as well, which uh, very well, well, in all likelihood, will have a cooter in it. So um, probably looking at perhaps a 12-race program. Uh, the rooms are pretty much already full uh, with a number of things, including the Harness Racing New Zealand Conference on at the same time, but Trackside Dining's very popular and we've got a number of rooms full with other activities on the night. We've got music and spectators after the race. Chunky's Corner, the smoker will be open. Uh, weather's going to be better than it was last week, we can only hope. So, you know, <laughs> everything's sort of going in the right direction and, and things are really picking up. The turnover the last few weeks has just been outstanding, particularly the two Thursday nights. We've done just a just on 1.1 million both Thursday nights. So really pleased. It uh, should be this time of the year, of course, and uh, with good horses out and about, it always it always assists. But, um, gee, we've had some upsets the last couple of weeks. Yep, definitely, mate. One thing that might upset people if they don't get onto it, Darren, I'm looking at the Addington Raceway website. Blossom Lady Lounge, sold out. Johnny Globe Marquee, sold out. Private Marquee, sold out. Monkey King Marquee, sold out. Monte Carlo Marquee, sold out. There's not too many options left if people want to go to IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup Day Tuesday the 8th of November. No, corporate hospitality-wise, there's, there's next to nothing left. Um, there are some tickets in the Silks and Satin area, which is a proportion of the Silks Lounge, so the Glaston second level of the stand. There's some tickets left in there. Um, obviously, Bacardi on the Green, which is the new revamped Lindau Lawn area, uh, it's going to be one of the coolest vibes on course, and uh, we're probably 60-70% through the tickets there already. Uh, this last bit of time, they just ramp up quite quickly as we get close. And obviously, GA tickets are also available, and I think there might even be a couple of early bird tickets still available for that if they haven't already sold out. But addington.co.nz, you book them all online, and that's the place to go. And as I say, we're only 30 days out. The next few, or the next couple of weeks, we would imagine that most of those will be snapped up. Hey, Darren, uh, just before you go, I've got Michael Guerin standing by to wrap up Victoria Cup night from last night. Oaks and Derby nominations? 
Yeah, so this Wednesday um, at 3 p.m. is an important date for a number of things. The Derby and the Noms Oaks close. There's no sustaining payment. It's just one payment for both those for the Pacing Derby and the Pacing Oaks and the sustaining payments for the New Zealand Cup and the Dominion are both this week as well at 3 o'clock on Wednesday. So traders just need to take note of that. We'll chase up as many as we can, but uh, just just taking note that that's that's the case. We'll have another set of rankings out uh, certainly by Wednesday morning anyway. That'll they'll take in today's racing Victoria Cup last night in Auckland the other night. Really appreciate your time, Darren. Thanks so much. No problem. All right, that's Darren Williams. Straight to Michael Guerin in Victoria. Stunning night last night. Uh, Michael, we had Mick Stanley on earlier talking about rock and roll. Do he's a serious horse and now a major contender in the IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup, if he wasn't before last night. Yeah, morning, Greg. Big hi to all our listeners. I'm, sure, I'm sorry I can't be with you this morning, but look, he was great. I had a really good look at him in the parade ring beforehand because I was thinking about Addington and, and the big crowd, as Darren just spoke about, and a standing start and all the things he won't be used to. Very, very relaxed. Big bull of a horse. I'm not overly tall, but very strong through the shoulders, but very relaxed. And that's crucial, Greg, because... Um, I'm sure I've told you they're considering going to Ashburton, but there won't be 20,000 people at Ashburton either. So it's going to be a really new environment for him. Um, owned by a good guy and Brendan James, they are really pumped up. So he's going to add so much to the race, Greg. And I'm loving the idea of seeing him there. Um, I think we saw two groups of horses last night at Melton who are New Zealand competitive. He is obviously one of them. And Leek Fame in the Derby, who was was outstanding, and I, I don't think a tutor would have gone any better under the same situation, our best three-year-old. So, yeah, they're, they're interesting horses for us heading forward, one for the immediate future, one for the long-term future, just on leap to fame, who won the Victorian Derby last night, his third Derby this year. Um, he'll stick around for the Breeders' Crown or Breeders' Challenge. There's two different states and two different series. He may even go to both, Greg, but he will miss the summer, and he won't be heading to the Chariots of Fire which is a race Akuta could head to. Um, and the beaten favourite last night, Captain Ravishing, will head to. So no chariots of fire for Leap to Fame. Away from that, Greg, trotters last night, the Victorian trotters proved what you and I have spoken about many times, is that if Bolt for Brilliance gets on the plane and goes to Victoria, he will win the Inter-Dominion on December the 10th. Michael, really appreciate you taking the time out this morning. Thanks for the update. Uh, look forward to catching up with you later in the week. Producer Dude, we need to hear from you with regards to who's won the tickets to Addington, but firstly, who's won the $50 bet? Yeah, it's a, it's a special day getting to pick two winners or uh, getting, to, <laughs> getting to put them into a Get used our, to it. We're doing it for the wheel. next four weeks. Oh, how good, <laughs> leading up to the cup. Um, yeah, $50 bonus bet winner today is Ange out of Ashburton, um, and winner of the two tickets is Mike. Beautiful. Excellent. Thank you, Producer Dude. It's been an outstanding show, catching up with Mick Stanley, obviously the Southern Man section uh, with Regan Todd and uh, Greg Hope. John Dickey's got a serious, serious horse in Old Town Road, and of course Darren Williams and Michael Guerin uh, on all things harness racing with a view towards IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup Day. Big day at Methvin, $10,000 guaranteed first fours. Get to hrnz.co.nz if you need to do your form and get involved there. 
a massive, massive program uh, with the big fields. Uh, so looking forward uh, to that. If you're having a bet there today, all the rage in race number four is a horse called El Chico. Used to be an outstanding galloper who won about 25 races for the Pitmans. Uh, it's first up for the Dunn team, Robert and Jenna. John doing the steerings, $1.55. It's four twenty to win the Graphite Developments Show Day Futurity. And they also have Bark, who's won three from three in that race. So he must be pretty good if they've backed him into second favourite at 4.20. Best roughie of the day for me down there is Ali Lindini goes around in the What the Hill Phillies and Mears. It's a handicap trot over 2,400 metres. Very difficult to come off a mark. I reckon it's worth a spec on an each-way ticket. And I like no time like now in race 10, number 13. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon watching Miff. And this has been Trot's Talk with HRNZ. I will see you, or talk to you anyway, in seven days' time.